Dear listeners, thanks to all of you who have stuck with us so far, and I know it's a little sad to see the first chapter done, I feel you there, but we have more to come, and while we wait for the new year and the new chapter to begin, here's a little sneak peek of what you can expect. Today we take a step away and a step back from the crew of the Opal Star, and the camera shifts to a seemingly innocuous event that happened several years ago. We find ourselves on Cerise, in a small cafe by a train station. The next train arrives in 20 minutes. Its destination? A public spaceport where one can easily buy a berth upon a ship to various places within Silrain. Within the cafe, we find two individuals discussing their situation over cups of coffee an Eldori, and a Matokai that no one is paying much mind to. So, Stavias, you just got a message from your mother confirming that your father is indeed cutting you off and the rest of your family is going to be freezing you out upon his suggestion. She's very upset about this and is going to leave him if he does not back down because she's not about this at all. And... That's also a big part of why we're not starting this on Eldor, because you're on the next planet over, trying to go somewhere else. If you need anything, she will help how she can, but she's not going to have a lot of resources for a while. And she also informs you, and this is just a message to you, that your father is no longer going to be paying for your bodyguard. So you may need to find some other form of protection. You've had enough time to sort of process this message and figure out how you're gonna talk to Bal about it. Stavius, what's wrong? You seem a little quieter than usual. Is something the matter? Is something is something around? Bal looks around like nervous like somebody be kinda maybe coming to attack. Well yeah, you know, it's there is a minor issue. That we are going to be having, like an attack. What do you mean issue? No, 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 no. Nothing. Okay. Nothing like okay. that. It's just you know how in society we exchange money for goods and services, and how my father has been giving you money to protect me. Yes, yes. It was just you know I definitely, I definitely don't mind the money. So yes, I do. That's not going to happen anymore. Okay, so it kind of sits quiet, kind of just thinks, um... In a very uncharacteristic kind of way for Stavios, who doesn't... He's not, like, known for being very serious 90% of the time that he speaks. He gets this kind of, like, intense expression, and he looks at you, and he's like, I'm not going to ask you to stay, although I would appreciate it. Come on, Sivis, I'm going to stay regardless. I mean, you know, I mean, you do. Not to say you aren't capable of protecting yourself, I mean, but you definitely need some help, so 
And I'm sure with your, how charismatic you are, you'll find another way to make money. I mean, there's plenty of local things around, but either way, for now, I'm still gonna, I can still be your bodyguard for now at least, so don't worry about it, I'll give you some time. Plus, I got my own funds that I still have looked over from what I did before, so I'm, I'm doing okay right now. Stavios, they are not, given how they grew up, which I don't think, is it Bal or Ball? Either or. Bal's not concerned with either or. So, Bal probably wouldn't know a lot because I don't imagine we have necessarily a talkative relationship. It's more of like a, res- a mutual respectful one. Mm-hmm. Stavios kind of grew up in a place where they weren't, where this kind of kindness and generosity was not just unexpected, but kind of frowned upon. So knowing that Bal is kind of sacrificing a potential payment just leaves Stavios in the stunned silence. And the only thing they say after about a second is just, thank you. I mean that. Thank you. Stavios, don't, don't worry about it. I, like I said, I have my own funds from what I did before. So I'm okay. And I'm sure, like I said, you'll find something soon. I mean, we can start the job hunt today. I mean, it's a perfect day to find something to to make money with. So, but yeah, don't don't worry about it. Also, you can't leave your basically squishy wizard friend to deal with it to fend for themselves. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you don't have skills, so I mean, like you're already kind of at a disadvantage. I mean, I don't know how you creatures get along without him, but you know, you guys manage somehow. So. And then Stavias, they kind of give you a wink and they create this very sort of psychic little buzz around their fingers and they're just like, oh, it's magic, darling. That's how we get along without scales. Um, (laughs) Oh, God, this is great. (laughs) They kind of stand up and I guess they're going to start looking around because we're in like this bar trying to find a way out, yeah? You're at a cafe at a train station and you're hopping on the train that's gonna be coming in like 15-ish minutes. I imagine like you'd stop by an ATM to get all the money out of the bank just in case your dad did that. Okay, so then how much would you say I have? I don't know an exact dollar amount, but enough that you're not totally up a creek without a paddle but you're gonna need to find work soon because also paying to get off the planet's gonna cost some money okay so then i i guess we have to just wait for the train because i don't think there's gonna be anyone in this cafe that's gonna be able to give us a job i mean i could try and listen in and see if i overhear anything because i can kind of talk my way through talk my way into some trouble whenever i need to and so if things come to, um, things get a little worse, I may be able to get you some work myself. But we'll cross that bridge if we have to get there. It's, but worst case, I, I can probably find you something. It may not be the most glamorous thing, but it will bring in some coin. So, but like I said, we'll see if, we, if, we, if it comes to that. Never thought I'd say this, but glamour's the last thing on my mind. So yeah, I guess if there's kind of no one around this cafe that looks... I mean, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna look around because I'm definitely gonna be kind of on the lookout, so do I see anything, anyone seem any... Does anyone seem dangerous? Well, give me some perception rolls. 
Right. I'm more looking if there's anyone that looks interesting. Okay. Let's go physical dice. Let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Ooh, that's a 17. Nice. That is my perception. That is a 16 for me. Some good rolls starting off. That's good. Yeah, so Stah, yes, you're looking for anyone that looks like they might potentially hire you or be in a position to hire someone. Yeah. And I'm so great when it looks shady. Which, I mean, there could be some fun overlap between those <laughs> two. <laughs> shady, though, willing to pay, so. <laughs> so, Stavius, as you're looking around, it looks like just with time of the season in this particular part of the state, it looks like a lot of families, not a lot of business people, though you do see a cluster of people dressed similarly at a table because there's there's like tables in the cafe and then there's some tables outward in the open area where it's more of a direct line of sight for the train. And so there are a group of people that are dressed very similarly sitting at a table. There's about five of them from what you can see. Val, you also noticed that group because they look like they could be a little more armed than is normal at a train station. And also, as you're looking, you hear this voice in your head that just says, help. I make a beeline over to the well-dressed people. I'm getting ready to, like, spread it on thick. I want to grab him, like, it's obvious. Okay, we've been through this. We don't just run off places. We don't just go off places. You know, we wait. We do let me go ahead because I'm the bodyguard so let's give it give it a second and I'm kind of getting I'm getting into one of those feelings so let's let's we'll go but let's be cautious about this you're right it's better for you to walk forward and it'll make me look more interesting and mysterious and intense well, looks, he looks he looks like he's gonna say something and then he's <laughs> he just he leaves it <laughs> Would you like to roll investigation battle to see if you can figure out where that voice came from? Because it felt like there are some people who can send mental messages, and that's what it felt like. I'm going to cast, actually, Esper Sense. Okay. Because um, for the duration, you sense the presence of any Esper powers within 30 feet of you. If you sense a power this way, you can use an action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears the power's effects. And I can learn their domain, if it's um, if any. So I'm casting Esper Sense. And also do an investigation roll too, I guess, because that's not gonna hurt. Yeah. Ooh, and that's good too. So that's gonna be 18 for investigation plus Esper Sense. Okay, so you're used to picking up on Stavios's brand of mm-hmm. Esper energy, so you mm-hmm. just kind of ignore <laughs> that. There are some wisps from different technology that also uses with Esper power, you kind of push that aside as well, but you're also looking for someone that looks like they fit the sound of the voice you heard in your head, which sounded kind of young and feminine. And as you look over at the table with the five people, you notice there's what looks like a... It's hard to guess the age with Ashen Forged because they age differently. They hit maturity at like five years old and only live to be 50. But there is a youngish female Ashen Forge too. Like she's got pure yellow eyes, and they are locked onto you. And you do sense some Esper ability coming from her. Okay, I don't mean to frighten you, but it looks like there's 
someone else with that magic, you say. Someone else has that, too. That's at the table we're going towards. So I think she may need help. I think she may have sent some sort of message to me. So just, just be... I'll be cool. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start walking over. Like I said, I'll be leading. So if you start walking over, uh, hand to some, I guess we'll have to keep it at the ready. So yeah, so just, I'm cautious. So I'm I'm at the ready to have things like to uh, pop off. Like I'm ready to go. So can I make a performance check to see how, how well I am at being cool? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Please do. Oh Oh no. You're having to kind of play it off, because also imagine there's a little bit of under-the-radar panic over crap. I've been cut off. (laughs) I got a 12, so I feel like I'm kind of doing it, but I'm also just over-exaggerating all of my movements, and just my face is a little too, like, stoic. Stavios, just just, just relax. Just, just, Just relax, okay? There we go. There we go. You definitely come across like you were trying a little bit too hard to look cool. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really funny. (laughs) (laughs) You're starting to draw the attention of some of the people at the table. They're starting to look curiously over at you. Can I try and see because if what Bal is saying is true, and this could be like a dangerous situation. Can I try and assess mentally what each person is carrying just in case this does turn physical? I feel like I'd be hyper-focused on it because I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, would this be an investigation? Yeah. That 20, come on. That is a 17. Yeah, so good. Nice. I guess I'm just trying to see if one, how like trying to assess how dangerous the situation is, and two, if I recognize them based on clothing or markings, because with the way my dad works and me being in high society, maybe I could potentially recognize if there's like any family crests, any clan crests. But if there I've I don't know how exposed to the Ashen Forge I would be as this kind of sheltered Eldori. Yeah. There are no obvious clan markings that you can tell, because sometimes their markings tend to be like on the like arms, legs, or on their back. So you can't really tell any, but she seems rather nervous. And the two people on either side of her are very focused on Making sure she stays where she is. And I kind of whisper over to Belle, and I'm like, Belle, I believe that they have taken the girl, or they are doing something nefarious with her. I do not know for sure. This is purely conjecture based on their body language. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. How do you want to... Because I know what I kind of just want to do but how do you kind of want to play this off? Because I'm just kind of want to just kind of take them out. But if you have a better idea, I'm all yours. There's also a bunch of families scattered around, and you see there's a couple of security guards posted up around, but they don't seem to 
be paying any mind to the slightly suspicious table. Um, Stavias looks around. It's best that we don't cause a scene. If we launch into a panic, then there are going to be people that get hurt in the crossfire. True, but maybe if we cause a bit of a panic, though, we can kind of distract the people next to whoever the lady is and maybe get her out that way, too. So I do have a feature called Power and Entitlement, and I'm well-bred and I know how to function in high society, and I can often use my title and my status to find like a way to back rooms or I can choose to throw my privilege around. I don't know how well this would translate, but I kind of want to see if there is a way that I can get more information out of these people by kind of pretending to be this like high powered, high society. Because I mean, no one else knows that I've been cut off. The Safi family is big in Alliance space. So I could like flash the fact that I'm a Safi and ask what this band's whole vibe is, like what they're doing here. I dig. Maybe pretend like you're looking to hire more security and these look like strong men looking that would be good to do hard work. Stavia, just just be yourself. I think if I think if you just be yourself here, that might might be a good way to start. Okay, so then I walk over there, arms out, and I'm like, Gentlemen! Hello! Welcome! I don't know what I'm welcoming you to. I guess more to me. But, hi! I kind of look at the table. I lock eyes with the young girl. And my face changes for like a split second to try and like show her that I'm like on her side. And I look at all of them and I say, You're a bunch of strapping, powerful elite warriors and I don't want to I'm going to say this rather on the low side because I don't want my big lizard friend over there here I was standing there it's arms crossed looking like you know just yeah looking ready to go I'm looking to kind of beef up my security detail and I'm wondering if any of you would be available as a member of the Safi family I have more than enough funds to accommodate all of you and then some. Definitely more than your young charge. And I kind of look at her because I imagine she looks different than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. These are all seem to be a mix of human and Promethean. Mm hmm. And then there's this young Ashen Forged girl with solid yellow eyes just like staring you down. So then, yeah, I'm just like, I can pay you double, even quadruple what this young person is paying you. Okay, so I, I rolled to see how well they recognize and how much they know about the Sophie name. They are very familiar with your family, so if you would like to roll Persuasion with advantage. I just put on shades because I feel like Val will be like, no, classic bodyguard with shades on, even if it's like, you know, dark, so, yeah. That's a 21. Yes. Nice. Plus eight persuasion. There we go. (laughs) Are you trying to get them to immediately ditch her now and come work for you, or? I think 
I'm trying to get them away from her so that Bal can scoop her up, I guess. Something along the line. I want to keep them distracted long enough, or I want to interrogate them a little bit and see who are they? Who do they work for? Because they're going to have to tell me potentially who they work for, how much money they're making to do this, what they're... Or, like, get some kind of sense of what kind of people that they actually are. Because... I'm trying to just see how much information I can get by offering them this thing that I can't make good on. Okay. They do strike you as very impressed by this offer, and four of the people look to one dude in particular who's sitting directly opposite of the girl, and he turns around to face you and says, Well, she's not our church. We're currently on a job. But I would be interested in talking about future employment possibilities. And then I say, well, I'm not looking for something in the future. I'm looking for something now. Maybe, yeah, uh, who's your boss? I can talk to them. I can get them. I can get you out of this. We can have her shipped to wherever you need. I dig what you're doing here, though. That's like this. This is going pretty well. <laughs> and I probably just jinxed it, but you know what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the most fun will happen when this all starts going completely south. <laughs> I'm looking at my techniques now, like, okay, well, if this goes bad, I can do this, I can do that, so... Alright, let's see. This isn't really a job we can get out of, but if we are traveling in the same direction, perhaps we could do both. Unfortunately, Nerve is not someone you want to cross. And Bal, I would like you to roll lore. Gotcha, so it's gonna be... Ooh. Ooh. That's a, that's a two. You have no idea who Nerve is. You just sit there thinking, that's that's a weird name. Yeah, but I, I like to think like he's just too focused on him right now and, uh, and uh, what Savius is doing, that he's not really focusing on anything in particular, just trying to make sure that this doesn't go bad, so he's not really focusing too hard on what they're saying. Just waiting for the right moment. Stavios, would you like to roll intelligence? Yeah, I think so. See if maybe something about that name clicks for you. That is a nat one. (laughs) (laughs) A two and a one, so we don't know anything about these people. Nothing. Nothing about that name sticks out to you. You just kind of keep on rolling past that after the nerve is not someone you want to cross. But they have stated that if you're traveling in the same direction, they can also offer protection to you. Okay. So then I, I'm just like, okay, what direction are you headed? We're taking her to Omari. We've got a client interested in her safety. And interested in her safety. Stavius, can you roll me an insight check? Sure. That is an 18. She's giving you directly a look that just says that's bullshit. Hmm. None of the others notice this look that she's giving you. Do I notice them all? Like, are they all still looking at um, Savius right now? Like, are most looking at Savius or? They seem to be keeping an eye on the both of you, but they don't seem wary. Well, they're a little wary of the giant lizard just because you're obviously bodyguard but they're not looking at the lady though right no but 
you do see it looks like the two people on the side of her could possibly like be holding onto her arms under the table. Can I get a sense of who's the leader here? Roll insight. Uh, oh, nat 20. Cool. <laughs> you easily notice that the other guards seem to be deferring to him. Also, he's the one that's been interacting with you. Could I cast Suggestion? Go for it. So yeah, I'm going to cast Suggestion. Looking directly at him, he needs to make a Wisdom saving throw. Nat 1, come on. Oof. He got a 19. Does he know you just did that? I feel like it doesn't say whether or not he knows, but I feel like it would make sense for him to, because I was essentially going to psychically make his mind susceptible to the idea of telling me where. So I'm going to cast the spell and be like, why don't you tell me exactly where you're taking this girl? His eyes narrow as you say that. He's like, I don't think I'm going to. It's That would be violating somebody's privacy. And if you'll excuse me, I believe the train is almost here. I stop him and I say, I don't think you get to decide what's a violation of the young lady's privacy. So then I look to her and I'm like, young lady, where are they taking you right now? Eh, run away dice. <laughs> it just bounced off the back twenty. You hear in your head, I don't know, but he's a collector of strange individuals. Don't let them take me. She doesn't say it out loud, but you just hear that in your head. Just a stab, yes? Okay. I think she'll also kind of gl- glance over to balancing. Don't let them take me, please. I can make it worth your while. And it's just in your head. I'm still holding this guy. I am going to use Mind Spike. Yes. Oh boy. I have to make a ranged channeling attack. So, what do I add to a ranged channeling attack? If you click on the spell or ability and shard, to cast and it'll do it for you. Okay. That would be a 13? Yeah. Versus armor class. Would it be plus anything or no? Did you click on Mind Spike specifically? I did, but I know what I need to add to it. My channeling attack modifier is my proficiency bonus and my charisma modifier. So <laughs> that is. 13 plus 6, so that's a 19. Yeah, it works. (laughs) Okay, cool. So then he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Probably going to notice him casting this, so I might put it on my use of myself as well. He got a 12. Ooh, that should be a fail, right? That does not succeed. So his movement's also going to be slowed. Cool. And how much does that hurt? Hopefully a lot. It's going to be 4d8, 20 points of damage, and his movement is reduced by half until the end of of his next turn. As I do this, I turn over to Ball, and I'm like, I know I said not to make a scene, 
But as as I know. in moments like this, we improvise. Yes, yes, I agree with this. He screams out in pain, and I want everyone, I guess we're all rolling initiative. Darn it, I was going to cast them before, okay. Oof, okay, well. Oh, okay, well, yeah, that's not... All right. I got a 10. Are we, should we roll in chart? Would that make it easier? Roll in chart for this? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Cause that's Okay, yeah, I'll take that though. That's better. Yeah. We'll go with... So Stavios got a 10 Ooh. initiative. One of these will figure out a better way to do this. But... I don't think in any tabletop game there is a good way to do initiative. I think you already have it. We're all numbered. Because I'm pretty sure I got the highest. That's why I'm one. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. That's a thing. I'm number one. Yeah, so you I'm go first. Last. <laughs> so, first thing I'm going to do as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Sensory Jammer on the lady. So what that does is um, I create a sensory masking effect around a creature within range, making them difficult to pinpoint and attack. Until the effect ends, any creature targets affected creature with attack or harmful power must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, a creature must choose something new or lose the attack or power. So casting that on her. Okay, so they'll have a hard time keeping an eye on her. Mm-hmm. Very useful. And then I'm just going to run up and probably attack who's nearest to um, Sabia, so I'll probably hit them. Yeah. Stavias, I'm. It was I, I. I slipped up too. But Stavias pronouns are they them. They them. Okay, they them. They them. There we go. So they're right there. So I'm gonna make an attack right here on um on that one right there. Oh no. Ooh, it's a 19. Give me plus eight, so 27. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to be so. You're just gonna see a giant hammer just materialize out of seemingly nowhere just into my hand. Shield has one hand, the hammer in the other. It's going to be. Ooh! 8 plus 5, so um, 13 points of damage, bludgeoning. Just come down hard. He was still clutching his head after that mind spike, and then you bash him, and he's like down on one knee, and he's not looking super great. And the other guys around the table are pissed. Is there anything else you're going to do, or is that it? That's everything that's going to stand there. Look at Stavios, especially they're fine, and yeah, it's gonna, that's all I can do right now. Alright, so it is now gang member number two's turn. So he's going to run over here and try and smack Stavios with a baton. That is a 17 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. You're, it's, you're gonna be hard-pressed to find something that can't hit me, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's gonna disadvantage when a creature, because I have my fighting cells protection. So when a creature you can see attacks a target other than you that's within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to oppose disadvantage attack roll. And it must be building a shield with am, so use my reaction to give this disadvantage. Alright. That was a five to hit. That <laughs> <Bam>. didn't hit. <laughs> he tries really hard, but is a little freaked out by the giant lizard. I give him a look, yeah, I give him a look like he's ne- like he's gonna be next. <laughs> Just a simple little glare. That moment of, like, oh boy, giant lizard knows how to hurt people. And I'm next. 
No, it's like it's getting him rid of him. I did turn. not mean to kill him. Oh no, dang, I killed him, but he was so scared. No, nope, I did not mean <laughs> to kill him. Ignore he that, he's fear. not dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was scary looking, but I mean, I, I didn't think. There we go, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> that was the problem. So he is going to attempt again. He misses again. He is rather freaked out by the giant lizard man. And that is his turn now. It is time for this guy. Since he's right in front of you, he is going to attempt to attack, attack Bow. Let's go. 16 to hit. 18 AC. Now with my shield. Not today. Cool. He's going to attempt to hit you again. He's trying to stab you. Let's go. Come on. Dad also misses. Just kind of pull the shield, kind of pulled up, like, you know, just shake my head. It's just like, dink, tank. <laughs> <laughs> this person needed to hire better guards. It's fine. Okay, so. It's number four's turn. He is going to start trying to drag the girl away. Does he need to roll anything since she's hard to perceive? Well, wisdom save. A wisdom save or he forgets she's there? Yeah, it's not going to be able to, uh, to grab her. Like, it's going to be too slippery almost because I'm masking her. So if he fails, it's not going to be able to like, really catch on. He's going to think he's grabbing her. It's going to kind of grab air instead. Gotcha. He got it at 20. Okay, he grabs her. He's going to grab her and start dragging her away towards where the train is coming up. And then, what are you going to do? Are you going to fight or are you going to run? He's going to be dumb and also run around and try and attack the giant lizard because that is threatening. <laughs> That's 10 to hit, so the first attack misses. 19 to hit. Oh, that's gonna hit. And so he's gonna stab you for four damage. <laughs> okay. Maybe do some real damage next time. All right, so that was five, six is the gang leader. Aside from being slowed and hurting pretty bad. Does he have any other modifiers on him after the mind spike? No. Other than being beaten. <laughs> I think since he's on his knees, he's going to stand up and attempt to stab at Safias with his wrist blades. So that's going to be a 24 to hit. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I imagine like he just Lashes and it's gonna be for seven damage. Oof, okay. Gets you in the side. He hasn't nicked anything too important, but this dude is not happy with you. That's, uh, you know what? I don't like to say this about bad people, but that's valid. Okay, let me have the guards notice anything at all. So, I think the guard that's like closest to you has started noticing something is happening. Ooh. He is going to become a part of the fight. That can be in our favor. Ooh, okay. He'll be in the next round. Are the girl and the. How. That's not. They're not super. They're not too far away from me. So, if I wanted to cast something that's like a 60 foot range, that should be fine. Yeah. So, I'm going to look. Because I can see him holding her, and I'm going to say drop that girl you're kidnapping loud enough for yes, the yes. security guard to also hear. And yes. as I'm doing it, I'm yelling command. I, well, I'm casting command. Alright. And they need to make 
a DC 16 wisdom saving throw or follow the command on their next turn. Ooh, cool. Got a 17. Damn. This guy's good. This guy's good. <laughs> Can I roll persuasion to convince the security guards that she's being kidnapped? Go for it. This can kind of go with your shout. Great. So that is a 26. They don't even have to roll inside with that. Even the security guards that have no idea what's going on. Are, oh, oh no, someone's being kidnapped. But the guys that are guarding at the other end of the station are just like, what? What? Someone's being kidnapped? What? But it will be a while before they can get to come and be helpful. But I believe that is your turn. The security guard, he's gonna come over and engage with this guy. And he's gonna try and smack him with his battle rod. Nice. And it hits. <laughs> he one shot some spam. He just like pulls what looks like a metal pole off of his back and whacks him with it. So that does four damage, which hurts. And do you have a multi attack? No. And that is the end of his turn. And Val, it's your turn. Will I be able to? I know the attack's opportunity, but can I run through these guys to get to, to five? Go for it. Okay. So, I'll look at the attack's opportunity because I'm going to try to make my way to... Pretty sure 14 doesn't hit. And 5 definitely doesn't hit. <laughs> ding, ding. Just use my shield quickly. Just block, block, running in. I'm going to... One dinks off of your shield. The other dinks off of your armor. And then, okay, what do I want to do? You know what? I'm going to do a bonus action to cast Remic Strike. So, the next, if I hit with this attack, it's going to be pretty dang... Brutal. So I'm gonna get a weapon attack right now on him with my hammer. Okay. Ooh, that's going to be a 15 plus. That hits. Bit of eight, yeah. So okay. <laughs> and so with um, ramming strike, so it's gonna be it's gonna be loud too. So I'm glad they said we can cause a scene here because it's gonna be pretty loud. And so it's going to be 2d6 plus a d8. And the 2d6, that's going to be thunder damage, and it's going to be really loud. And so, the first time you hit a melee attack with this power restoration, your weapon explodes with a crushing force that's audible within 300 feet of you. So, yeah, this is going to be loud. Yeah. So it's going to be 8 points of damage total, with um, 4 is going to be the lightning damage, and then 4 from the just bludgeoning. Cool. He had 7 hit points left. So we just like <laughs> splatter him into paste and his. This is loud too. So you hear, like you hear like Thor, like Thor's in the building. Body gets knocked back and it's like twitching a little from the electricity, but he's he's gone. And now the guard's <laughs> looking at you because he did not roll high on his inside check to figure out who's the one that's in trouble. All right, it's so the last thing. We're like, she needs help. Like I'm just trying to, just trying to help, just just trying to help her. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> so it is now number two's turn. Let's see, did he notice his that his friend is paced now? He got an 18. He knows that the angry lizard band just pasted his friend, so I'm going to make him roll a wisdom saving throw to see 
if he decides to stay and fight or if he's smart and runs. He got an 18. Oh. <laughs> he is going to try and run away. I'm gonna let him go. You get an opportunity to attack if you would like to try and smack him with any weapons that you have. Nah, if he's running, I'm just gonna let him get on out of there. Because I don't... Yeah. Right, my, my priority is protecting this young Ashenforge girl. You just hear, I'm not getting paid enough for this, and he just runs. <laughs> That's right, you're not! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that now leaves this guy. I'm just gonna say they all noticed. I'm going to make number three. Roll the wisdom saving throw. He got an eight, so he's going to be dumb, and he's angry that someone just pasted his friends. He is going to come attack the lizard. <laughs> Fair enough. With a 19 to hit. Yep, it's gonna. Ooh, yeah, it's gonna hit. So use my bonus action. Darn. Next time you won't. Yeah, so he. You get six points of piercing damage. It's fine. Bring it. Because he just. Bring sl- like, slashes at you and it does connect, and then he's going to attack again, and this time he misses. Yeah, the first thing I was kind of noticing the guy running and laughing at what Sapia said, and so kind of caught me off guard a little bit. The second time, nah. Fool me once, but nah, not the second time. Yeah, he's probably starting to regret the choice. What's this other guy gonna do? He's at least gonna be smart enough to attack the slightly more squishy one. So he's gonna come after and try and stab you, Savias. With an 11, which does not hit, I believe. That meets my AC. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So the first attack does hit and it's gonna be four damage. That's not that bad. And he's gonna attack again. The 19. That's seven damage. Ooh, that one's that one's worse. <laughs> that one's weird. I'm not doing my job. My gosh, I'm failing at my job as a bodyguard. I've got like 21 hit points left, and I I think I'm gonna be okay. Probably. Oh, I got this. Oh yeah, no, we're good. I got an idea too. Yeah, now it's the gang leader's turn. He's still going to keep attacking the one who. Did the mind spike. He rolled a seven, seven plus five. Yeah, that I think that'll actually hit. Yep. Yep. So that's gonna be for six damage as he just smacks you with his baton. And then his second attack. He rolled an eleven, so that's also going to hit. Apologies. For seven damage. How much damage? Seven. Seven? Okay. I thought it was 11, I was like, oh my, okay, we're, we're good though, we're good. I got something. Yeah, it shows the total, so, yeah, Squishy is not having a fun time. Stavios, it's your turn, what are you gonna do? Crying like baby is acceptable in this situation. Nah, Stavios pissed. They're going to use Ego Whip. The way I'm picturing it is just this psychic energy crackles out of Stavios's hand, and this psychic whip appears and they snap it and they're trying to like wrap it around the leader's neck and I need well actually it's in a 15 foot cone I could get the leader and this guy here and honestly probably number three back there if it's yeah that's only 11 feet so yeah it's 11 feet yeah so yeah I'm gonna try and get all three of them go for it what do I need to roll everyone needs to make a wisdom saving throw 
DC 16 wisdom saving throw. Cool. Well, they're not great at that. Got a 17, so six succeeds. Three definitely fails. Five also fails. The two low-level mooks get blasted, but the leader still standing strong. Well, standing on that knee somewhere. Great. So here's what happened. Five and three each take 21 points of psychic damage. And since they failed their save, they are going to become incapacitated and start babbling uncontrollably. They just dropped to the ground dead. (laughs) And then the leader, he's going to take 11 points of damage. He doesn't start babbling uncontrollably, but I do look him dead in the eye and I say, if you don't run now, we will kill you. Is this worth it? Ooh, we'll have to see how that goes on his turn. Now that we have several dead gang members, it's the security guard's turn, and I'm going to roll to see if he's... Let's see if he's going to help or attack. If it's above a 10, he's going to help. That is a 3. He is going to attack the gang leader. He is going to come deal with this other threat. So he is going to... Actually, he doesn't even have to move. He is going to take out his light pistol and attempt to shoot. No, that would be really dumb in a crowded thing. Right, he is going to run up and try and smack him and fail. He misses because I think he goes to attack right as the gang leader staggers after your mental attack and as you're saying that. So security guard whiffs. He's just like, what in stars is going on here? And then I look at him and I'm like, I'm trying to prevent a kidnapping and nearly dying in the process. As you're just casually bleeding all over the floor. (laughs) A voice in the back of your head saying, damn it, now I'm gonna have to put new clothes too. My problems never end. All right, so she doesn't have an initiative, but I think the girl is going to come up and like wrap her arm around yours, bow gently and be like, she can try, you know, my arm's pretty jacked, so she can try, you know, pretty, pretty big, so, you know, she can, you know, make the attempt. It's like, <laughs> it's just kind of like a little kid coming up and taking your arm, and... Perfect. She says out loud, the train's coming, we all need to get on it, I don't think anyone wants to deal with security, and she's also going to mental missive to Stavios. The train will be here soon when you get a chance to make a break for it. Because you do hear the sound of the train approaching. And that is going to be her turn. So, Bal, it is your turn. What are you going to do? Okay, so I'm going to... So the train's coming from behind us, right? Yes. Good. So I'm going to use a little more half my movement to go over here to, to stop. Like, well, she's like going to drag her along with me. She's kind of light. I'm going to quickly go around. She goes with you. There is not much dragging going to use some of our regenerative force, so it's gonna uh, touch Stavis on the shoulder. They are looking pretty bad, right? They're looking pretty... Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna use all my... 
all three of my regenerative force to still put a hand on there. And you're gonna see it just like, for my rig, just like a glow of, of energy kind of start pouring out. This this weird kind of dark green glow kind of um, starts seeming out of me from my hand, touching on the shoulder. And that's gonna be 30 points of HP um, restored. Okay, great. That's almost, I'm almost back to full health. Very nice. And I'm gonna apologize. I'm not gonna apologize. I'm so sorry, but I did not mean to let you down, but we, we need to get out of here. And so yeah. I'm gonna do that, and I take her with my last, because I was like 18 feet. So the last move, as much as I can, I'm gonna move back in the direction of the train with her as much as I can. Cool. So it's the gang leader's turn. I'm gonna roll yeah, with some saving throw. Is he going to be smart and run away? He is going to be dumb, because he's mostly just pissed, but he's also vaguely terrified of the blue one that just got killed by the lizard. So he is going to turn and try and get in a smacking match with the security guard. Okay, that works for us, so. That's a dirty 20 to hit, so the first attack does hit, and he's gonna take four damage, so it doesn't do a lot. He's going to swing at him again, that also hits, and the security guard goes down unconscious. Okay. So, Savias, it's your turn. What are you gonna do? Oh, man. I know this guy's going to try and come up and fight back against us. So, what I think I'm going to do is... He's still pretty close to me. Yeah, and he's a little rough. He's a little bloodied, but he's got a bit of fight left in him. So here's, I guess, what I want to do. And there are sirens going on. Someone's <laughs> screaming for a medic. I'm not going to move, but I do want to do this non-lethally. Okay. I look at him and I say, I never want you to forget. And I want you to go back and tell your boss that the Safi matriarch demanded this happen complete lie. I'm trying to put my father in a really bad place. That would be a patriarch, not a matriarch. The matriarch would be your mother. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. My mother had nothing to do with this. She actually wanted me to try and talk to you all, which is why I did that in the first place. I'm like really trying to make my lie work, but then I'm going to, as soon as I finish talking, I'm going to cast Psyblast non-lethally and basically... I have to just make a ranged channeling attack. Nat 20. What does this do? Does this do damage or? Yeah, it's a, it's two, it's like 2d10 damage, so. Ow. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it would be, it's seven plus like times two because of the crit. 14, but non-lethal, so if that was going to kill him... A correction that I forgot to mention, like, how we do crits, it's full damage for the first, roll the second. Instead of having to roll the dice twice, full mm -hmm. damage for one, roll the second. So that way we don't have someone getting a crit and rolling snake eyes. Oh, okay, so then I got... The first roll, I got a five. Oh... So that'd be like, what, 20 damage in range? Yeah, that's 20 damage in the beginning. <laughs> On top of it, so... <laughs> then, so yeah, I guess for this side blast, I did 
33 points of non-lethal damage. This is the strongest non-lethal damage of <laughs> This cantrip is crazy. This is a cantrip, also. That's cra- this is a crazy cantrip. Wait, hang on, let me look at that. Then what? It's a cantrip? It's an at-will cantrip called Psyblast that you get as an adept. Since I'm level 5, it's 2d10 instead of 1d10. Dang, Psyblast is awesome. It makes up for the fact that my AC is nothing and I have no HP. <laughs> what does it look like as you do this? Yeah, I want, I want to see this. <laughs> so basically, what I want to do is... <laughs> it's not supposed to be a touch attack, but since I'm right there, I walk up to him and then I press his head and then as I do, he is thrown backwards. <laughs> Pure psychic energy. Still alive. Still will remember what I said. Val is so proud. He flies back, hits the ground, does not get up. And then I take a deep breath. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like improvising. Improvising. So now there's no one threatening you at the moment, but you have a feeling that. Um, the other security guards are about to come running because there's a lot of unconscious slash dead bodies on the ground. But the train is pulling up and the doors are open. But you're not, and they've been open for a couple seconds, so. We're running, we're getting on that train. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks, just um. <laughs> Nothing to see here, never mind, we're just gonna run away. And you. I'm going to say for dramatic timing, you get on the train and the doors close behind you as the other security guards are catching up and the crow looks at you and says, Thank you. Been trying to get away from them and I thought I got away, but they caught up to me. Second time's a charm. Are you okay? Does she look damaged at all? She looks a little dirty and kind of like she's been a little banged up, but it doesn't look like harmed her. Okay. Yeah, she's staring at you. So I'm was actually planning on going to Aldmari, just not where they wanted to take me. There's someone there who's gonna help me. I put my hand on her shoulder and I say, let's take a seat and you can give us a rundown of what exactly is going on on the way. I also just need to sit down and rest. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and Bell's gonna be like, "Oh, stop it! So, I'm sorry, Stavis. I'm being, I'm being rude again. I know we need to, we need to introduce ourselves. I'm, I'm sorry, Stavis. I, I did forget that. So they are Stavius. I am. Um, you just call me Bell. Well, what is, what is your name? I'm trying to be a little more polite. So I don't really have one. I never really. What do you want to be called? I'm very good at names. I mean, a lot of people just call me Yellow. Do you like that, though? I mean, a lot of people call you that, but is that, do you like that? I mean, it's as good a name as any. What about something more fun, like Dandelion? I read about it in a weird book. I can give it a try. Perfect. Dandelion it is. Now come, Dandelion. Let's sit down and you can tell us everything. I am Stavia Safi, formerly 
of the Safi clan, now for like blazing my own trail across the galaxy. Along with my fun lizard associate, Bal. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna whisper, I'm gonna whisper to her, yes, they are always like this, so just you need to get used to it now. If by this you mean incredibly interesting and fun to talk to, then yes, I am. Okay. Well, thank you again for coming to help me. I don't have any money on me, but once we get where we're going... Oh, you, no, 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 no. You don't... I'm sure Mr. Bestman, my soon-to-be employer, will be able to reward you. I mean, we're here to help, so money wasn't the... However, we will not say no to it. <laughs> Actually, can both of you roll me lore? Sure. Dude, I can roll, just not can't tell you it's gonna be good. That <laughs> one. Okay, well this time Again? I'm last, I got, all, I got an 11. About, you recognize the last name, Esmen, and if you would like to roll again, as you kind of think about who that could be. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> and then I go, I have a thought. It's a nine, so I have the thought that I'm like, mm, sounds familiar. Mm. You've heard the name around the underworld. Ooh. And you know he's probably one of the important figures. So no, it's kind of not a good thing. So I kind of just frown a little bit, like, mm. but he's not gonna say anything. I'll probably keep that. So that's where she's heading to right now, though, right? Yeah, because it's someone that's going to help her. Because I want to tell Savius, but I don't want to let her know, like... Alright, so I'm just going to keep it to myself for now, so I'm going to, be, I'm going to make a mental note of that, just kind of see how this all plays out. As you're doing that, Stavias says, As long as there is money involved, we will be with you the entire step of the way. I promise you that. On my honor. And I take those oaths very seriously. No matter what kind of information I could learn from here... Until later, I will be by your side. <laughs> can I roll? Can I roll insight check too? <laughs> she quirks an eyebrow, like she's on the fence about how she feels about that statement. But yeah, Belle, you can roll insight too. <laughs> Ooh, what's what is that? It's to be eleven plus. That's so a twelve. I will say that Stavias is not lying, Stavias is just overcompensating because of how nervous and worried they are because of everything, because they did they've realized what's going on and in their mind it's either we go all in or we stop right now and True. stopping isn't really an option <laughs> She quirks an eyebrow and then just kind of pulls up and is like, well pulls some tickets out, I picked their pockets they had a private train car if we want to go use that I can explain things. I guess I owe you since you did kind of save me back there. Private train. Wow, I've never. Wow, that's. Oh, Bal, that's you're going to, to love a private train. Let's go. Well, private train car, not the entire train. <laughs> yeah, so she leads you there, and she tells you the story of an ashen forged with a unique creation and the unique ability to change their parents in a way not many can, because sometimes that happens when a Kesh becomes an Ashen Forged, but rarely to the extent that she had it happen. 
And so some people wanted to take advantage of that, but there's someone who figured her talents could be better suited to assisting to bring balance to the criminal underworld than to being experimented on. So that is who she is going to meet, an individual known by the name of Whisper. Which, Belle, you can roll another lore if you want to see if you recognize that name. Yeah. Yeah, let me definitely roll that. Ooh, that is better. That is a 16 for my lore. You do recognize the name of Whisper. When you think about it, it does kind of connect with what you were thinking when you heard the name Mr. Esman. He's been a part of the Underworld and the Shadow Net for a while, and he's been making great strides to bringing balance and stopping all of the gang infighting. He doesn't blackmail, but ultimately, like, he's been a big balancing force in things. So Stavius would see Val kind of relax a little bit at, like, working as name. Because before, when I, when I knew the criminal was kind of a little more on edge, so once he hears that and remembers that, he's going to be kind of relaxed a little bit. So, like, shoulders kind of go down a little bit, a little more relaxed. Yeah, Whisper's not the kind that intentionally seeks to hurt people. He will humble someone, but he does not harm them. And I don't think you can think of a single reason why he would try and harm this girl. So yeah, so that definitely gonna like relax a bit, so Stampus would definitely notice I'm a lot more relaxed now. I lean over to you, Val, and I'm like, so we so Mr. So this whispers fellow is fine. Yeah, he shouldn't cause us or her, at least none of us any issues, so yeah, he's he's alright. So I look at her and I say, Are we criminals now? We are definitely not criminals, no. And She's not, no, no, at least nothing we've done right now makes either of us criminals. She was being taken against her will. We stopped them from taking from taking her, so nothing we're doing now makes us criminals. But we're going to meet a career criminal. Well, we're taking someone to meet a criminal. We're not involved any really with this criminal. We're really going somewhere. We're tipping the toe around crime, and I'm not. I'm not against it. I have. What else do I have going on? But I'm just. I just want to make sure that I know where we're standing, where we stand right now. We're definitely. We know we're standing. We're fine. Nothing we do. Just trust me. This. I know. I know the legality of what's what's going on right now. So we're we are okay. Nothing we're doing right now is or have done right now is illegal. So we're good. We're not on. We're on any kind of side right now, so we're we're good. So then I I look to Dandelion and I say, So you need help getting there, and I have I have calmed down since we got on the train initially. So how about we both more so bow than me, but as you can tell, I can take care of myself in a kerfuffle. How about we act as your Secure, like actually, your security detail. Not just after we get there, but for as long as you need us. We need work, and if you're going to have access to funds, we will certainly work for it. Depends on some stuff we might be getting up to, because I know what kind of stuff they might deal with. So, the more or less, yes, we can we can definitely do that. I can see what I can do about that. It always helps to have friends, even if you don't 
work directly for us. I do owe you. Do you like what you do? I haven't started doing it yet. I've been kind of trying to stay under the radar for a while, but I think I'm gonna like working with this person. We've had some interactions. I'm the one to be helping keep stuff organized, I think, that's what he said. Just kind of depends on what I want to do. From what I gather, he's not a big fan of people being forced into stuff they don't want to do. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely not. Sounds like my kind of person. Very well. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> That's fair. Is there, is there anything special in first class? I mean, I know we're in like, you know, first class. Is there anything, any luxuries or anything? There is an open tab for the bar and concierge service. So like you can eat very well until you, you get to the ship for which will be a couple of hours. I'm going to order some basic stuff, you know, it's like a, like, you know, it's like a basic kind of ale, like nothing advances. You don't want to run up the evil criminals tab? Val does not. <laughs> I order the most expensive wine, liquor, and beer. Well, like beer, like like thing that they have. And I order just the most expensive variants of alcohol that are available here. I also request. I don't know if they can actually provide this, but the Eldori ver like version of like a Xanax so that I can <laughs> sleep because I've got a terrible headache from all the psychic power. And then once they give it to me, I'm going to pop uh, the Xanax and then pour myself some shots and then just take the other things that I ordered and stuff them into my bag to sell later because we don't <laughs> know when we're going to get money again. <laughs> and seeing this, I'm going to slowly try to cast a minor remedy. When they pass out, I'm going to cast some minor remedy. So... I fully pass out, just like ragdoll on a couch, mouth wide open, snoring. Start straight up. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna walk over and just do minor remedy. <laughs> just gonna just touch him on the shoulder, just okay. And they're out. So, are they on the ground? Did they just pass out on the ground, or are they? Did they make it back to? <laughs> like I imagine that as I took everything and as everything was starting to take effect, I fell onto the closest soft thing that I could find and I'm just like ow. Like a very cushy recliner chair. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick them up and just kind of put them back, you know, more regularly on the on the, on the recliner. Kind of shake my head and just go back to my L. Just, just. The girl that you have nicknamed Dandelion is just immediately curled up. There's like a couple of beds in the corner. And she just curled up on one of them and just fast asleep. Do a quick check, make sure she's still okay. And then, is it pretty late? I never knew. What time did we... Time is ambiguous, but you do have sure. a couple of hours in a pretty secure private train car, so... Then I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably gonna get a... We didn't know to do watches, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a short rest. I'm mad because I want to do watches, you know... Everything's going down, but since I do feel safe, everything seems fine, I will allow myself to, to rest, so. 
so the rest of the trip passes uneventfully. There is a ship waiting for you there, sent by the Mr. S-Men, also known as Whisper. And you do gain some favor with him. He doesn't have any jobs for you at the moment, but you are able to find some other jobs with other people in his fancy resort casino that looks like a palm tree, which is just... It's kind of ridiculous, but kind of nice, and he is very excited to meet your fr- meet his new friend. For your job, I'm gonna make him make sure he knows that I, you know, dabble us to make sure he knows that we don't want to do anything, you know, that could get us on the wrong side of anything or anybody. So, just don't yeah. want to know that. Yeah, just jobs and the more. I walk up to him. So at this point, I just have a. I guess this would be a question for Val. So Val, did you? let me know the kind of business that Whispers trades in. The information because it used, I think because Brianna you were saying that it was like Well what Val remembered was that a lot of what Whispers been doing is sort of bringing stability and tentative peace and trade between the gangs because the underworld used to be a very messy very bloody place so he's been working with others to kind of bring stability and he does sometimes deal in blackmail of certain individuals to get them to play along. I would say some of it, like, because I'm still kind of dealing with the past, so Val would say um, a little bit about it, but you really kind of short about it, nothing you wouldn't want to delve too deeply into it, so it'll just be short, like, you know, yes, they, this, this, that, that, and that's, that's what they do, and that's... Yeah, so I guess the main reason that I'm asking is because I'm wondering if it would make sense for Stavias to potentially want to sell some Safi skeletons to Whispers to potentially use if they're ever in Eldori space. I think at this moment he doesn't quite let you in because he doesn't really know you. Yeah. But perhaps at some point in the future, but you you have helped him, so you are given some extra money and while you're on Omari you do find other work and you keep in touch with your friend who eventually does become known as Miss Yellow and ends up actually over the years becoming Whisper's right hand man. Okay. (laughs) And that will lead to one day when you're in a bit of a pickle and in need of a new ship to ride on she will help you find one where you will meet some very interesting new friends. But that's years on down the road. I hope you've enjoyed this sneak peek at what's going to be coming in Season 2, including our lovely new cast members, Blake and Shan. Trust me, you're going to fall in love with our characters. They're great. We are going to be taking a bit of a break for the holidays, just because everyone is going to be busy, but never fear, Season 2 is going to be coming back in January. We have a brief recap episode that will be dropping on the 16th, and then the start of Season 2 will be happening the following week, because guess what? We're going weekly! That is right, you get your Opal Star every Monday. Because who doesn't need more sci-fi shenanigans in their life? If you're looking for something to listen to in the meantime, feel free to check out our other shows, Tempest Multi, our Southern Gothic Reality Twisting Mystery, or Beyond the Crumbling Veil, A Call of Cthulhu story starting in 1930.
39 London. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday, and we'll see you next year.